Hey everyone, welcome back to the Every Effort Podcast. If you are finding yourself just lost and trying to figure out all of this different stuff that gets thrown at us in young adult life, you are in the right place. It can feel like such a mess sometimes, and I think what we're talking about today uh, always gets thrown into the foray, especially lately. The but foray. The foray. What is, what is that? <laughs> you haven't been introduced. I don't think you get to talk yet. <laughs> okay. So the person interjecting is my co-host, Jocelyn. Also wife. Also pre-fiance, wife. Pre-fiance, pre-girlfriend, pre-friend, pre-acquaintance to Matt. Yeah, I, I could say my ex-girlfriend, Jocelyn, my ex-fiance, <laughs> yes. Jocelyn. There's a lot of titles, but... This is Jocelyn, and I'm Matt, and what we do here at Every Effort Podcast is we hope that all of you feel so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. That's... Okay. Well, we don't hope for people to be stressed. Okay. But true. we assume you are, if you're listening I to I think this. it's a fair assumption. <laughs> it's, it's the ideology we're going with, is that some things are going to be a little bit stressful, but if we all pull together and try to figure out all the crazy stuff that's going on in our lives, we'll do a little bit better together. Yes. Life is so much easier when you can hear someone else do the thinking for you. And that's where Matt and I come in for you. We are here to do the hard thinking. So you could go away with more information or even a good conversation starter with your small group or with yourself or with God. Like we want you guys to be thinking so you don't have to do the hard work. We bring it to you. I used to think conversation starters were so cheesy when I was younger, but now like some of the best conversations we have start with, oh, I watched this movie, or I heard someone talk about this on a podcast, or I heard this one fun fact, and it launches you into this whole other world that you normally wouldn't talk about if you're just saying, hey, what did you do this weekend? Oh, cool. How was that trip? Like, we yeah. hope that this can be kind of a thought-provoking exercise, because it's fun when you come to the table with your friends and you have this cool new idea or you say, gosh, I heard this thing and I, I don't know what to think about it. What do you think? Like, I think those are the moments that grow you together. That's really true. I think the older you get, the more you realize that you need conversation starters. <laughs> but I think at a certain age, it starts to taper off where you just can't stop talking. Yeah, it gets to the point where like talking about lawn care is exciting. Like that's the fun conversation. That's <laughs> no. like, okay, you don't need it after that. Yeah, we're not we're not aiming for that kind of discussion. Um, <laughs> today is a cool discussion because Matt and I love talking about money, money, money. So uh, we know that people struggle with it. People our age, we've struggled with it as well. Um, and we want to help you understand not just money but also how to get it and how to be realistic with it yeah and money is one of those weird things that is talked about every single day in culture and we don't always talk about it as much in kind of the christian lifestyle but fun fact i'm sure some of you have heard this before it's mentioned in the bible more than heaven hell loving neighbors like money is mentioned all the time as a test and as something that we're going to experience and have to wrestle with in life and I just think that it's a topic that we should be much more open about because not only is it an act of service, but we're also told to enjoy our life. And it's not like an inherently bad thing to say, you know what, I want to make a lot of money. I want to provide for my family. Yes, I want to give back and help others, but I want to have a nice car and a nice house too. That is totally okay. Yes, there there are a lot of boundary lines, you could say, regarding what you want and don't want, want with money. But I think the biggest thing about it is just how much power and potential it gives you. Like, it's essentially the world's currency for potential. And 
and power. Like that's that that's it. And that's why I think the Bible talks about it so much because you could do anything from it. Uh, you can pursue after God. You can donate. You can spend recklessly. Like you can go in so many directions with money. But the biggest question today is how do you get it? And what does it mean to be working for someone else uh, or working for yourself, being an entrepreneur? Like every single finance and lifestyle guru tells you on the internet and on TikTok, this has been going through my feet a lot. They tell you that you will never get rich working for someone else. It, it's really part of this whole like new wave of finance and what yeah. is valued because for our parents' generation, if you have a management job at a big notable company that they know the name of or they own stock in, that was like the peak of prestige, right? Oh, you have a job. Wow, you work at Ford? Wow, you work at General Electric? Like if it's a company <laughs> they know, like that was noteworthy and prestigious. And they said, wow, he's really doing well for himself. And our generation has gone totally the other way, I think in large part because social media exposes us to a minority who are really, really vocal. And so the minority we see now are these people who make crazy amounts of money being self-employed and they want you to do it and they they want to sell you their course on how to do it. Like right. it's this whole mentality that the nine to five is like the the cheap option, like you're settling, you're being lazy and you should be out there hustling and grinding and you could make $250,000 a year. So why don't you just hop up off the couch and do it? Yeah. The biggest problem with this mentality is like, they're not wrong, but they're also not entirely right because so many people are business owners and they aren't, you know, going after some wealthy lifestyle. Sure. You can work and work and work and try to try different methods, try to expand in different ways and, and if you can do figure out something that just changes your industry, like that's amazing. You can make money off of that, right? But there's so many, I don't want to say like, it's not just failures, but just so many like normal people who just want a normal, you know, income and they are entrepreneurs. Sure, in theory, you can keep growing and keep growing and the sky's the limit, but we are limited as human beings. Yeah, and I think what you mentioned about kind of what you want with your income affects this decision a lot because for some people, the absolute goal of money is I want to have a house, I want to take a couple vacations a year, and I want it to be steady. I want to know when it's coming, how much to expect, and it's there every two weeks. Like, that's some people's, like, goal, and that's what they want. They want the stability. Some people, they want the high upside. They want to be able to work for their money and see exactly how they can grow and feel like they're building some, something with their own hands. But I think it also gets glamorized a lot. So mm -hmm. I did a little bit of research and was really interested by what I found. The average income for a self-employed person in the U.S. right now is $85,000, oh. which is really strong considering yeah. the national average is like 45 or 50. Yeah, that's true. But what was really interesting, and I think this really feeds into why social media feels the way it is, is it's extremely right skewed. So if you're not familiar with the stats, most, most, most people make less than 85, but it's the average is pulled to 85 because of like the three people who make $5 million a year. Oh, so wow. it's really high upside. You could make a lot, but the vast majority make 50, 60, 70, you know, like a good right, living, but right. there are just those few people who make crazy amounts of money. And those are the people you see most of the time. Yeah, I wonder what that the, you know, statistical distribution would look like then cuz that would give us a better idea about it. But I also believe, well this is my personal opinion, but I believe that the people who are making this content all over social media, 
about their rich lifestyle are like the ones who have so much money they can pay someone else to do do it mm. for them like maybe not all the content but like outsourcing who who uh formats and edits the videos or um maybe what the script will be just kind of like stuff here and there that makes it easier um so i think that you'll see more um wealthy or quote-unquote well-off people posting on social media then you will see like the average everyday person at least the Ooh. stuff that gets popular right because like if you're talking about how to live your life financially in front of a Lamborghini, I think you're going to get a little more views than someone talking in front of their Camry, which, you know, mm. nothing wrong with a Camry. Okay. One of the best cars in America, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but it's just, that's how people are wired. Like they want to see something insane and abnormal. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is like capturing this idea of hope and dream and like, hey, I could do this too. But I think it's important to take into account what like the average outcome is like, sure, you could do amazingly well, but it feels so skewed because the way that this is portrayed is that it's only your choice not to be self-employed that keeps you from making this amount of money. And I almost think that's dangerous because it sets a lot of people up to say, wow, if I work 20 hours a week and start my pressure washing business, I'll make $200,000. Great. I can cash right. that and take it to the bank. And then they hit the harsh reality where you know, it's hard to live paycheck to paycheck, maybe it doesn't start off as well as they expected to. Like, There's just these unrealistic expectations. And I think the best approach is to know really what you're getting into, which is if you self-employ, you could make a lot more and you could make a lot less. There's a little bit more risk. It's a little bit more volatile. But I mean, based on the average, you'll do pretty well. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like self-employment is a, is a bad choice. It's just the weighing of, am I okay with more risk in exchange for more upside? Or do I want something that's more stable? And like the title of this says, like you're limited usually in income. Right. There's a certain range. There's a certain threshold that you can only go so high no matter how many hours you work, no matter how many things you sell. Like there is a cap when you're working for a corporation. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we're, we're not against like people being self-employed and going after a job that they're passionate about or people who have their financial goals in mind. I just think it's, it's kind of unhealthy to say stuff like you'll never get rich working for someone else because okay in my opinion and what i think is biblical is when you work you are working for god right but if you're working in the world you're not literally working for god right like you're not trying to produce kleenexes for god because god has to blow his nose like no you're working for customers who are going to buy that product or you're working for uh your neighbor um you know coordinator who's trying to get you to do certain tasks or project manager or whatnot like there's always someone a physical person that you are working for and having this mentality of i'm just going to work for myself it's just so self-centered i think that's just the beginning of unhappiness like that's just the beginning of a very steep decline in what a healthy relationship of work is yeah and i mean like the bible says like wealth is built steadily over time and people who try to rush into it will fail or will lose the money and i think like anything else the best decision is to go with what you're passionate about like if you're passionate about helping people pay their taxes. That's an amazing way to start a business. It's something you know you'll love. You genuinely care for the people, so that will be good client service. They're going to want the business. Like That's a recipe for success. Right. But I think saying, I want a million dollars. I'm just going to figure out the easiest way to do that. 
it's a lot more dicey. Like your heart isn't in it. It might burn you out. You don't have that same drive to do a great job. You're really just looking for the money. And I don't want that to sound like it's bad to do things for money. Like we work for money so we can provide for our needs and all these things. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a different feel to a business owner who loves what they do and makes money because of that, as opposed to a business owner who loves money and does their business because of that. Yeah. Or like someone who is really prioritizing the customer, but even that can go wrong. Cause I think Amazon is corrupt in so many ways because it's so focused on just the customer and also hmm. so focused on its numbers that it forgets that it's also working or should be working for its employees. And I think we've mm. seen time and time again, like it fails its employees. So working for someone isn't just the customer. It's also the people that you work with and how you treat them. So if you're enjoying this conversation, we post so much of our content, clips from the shows, quotes, announcements about new episodes on social media. And we'd love for you to give us a follow on now YouTube, which is our latest platform, but you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok, all at Every Effort Podcast. If you could give us a follow, we'll share that great content with you, and we're excited for you to be a part of what we're doing. There's just something about the word hustle that I just don't like. Like the word, <laughs> like regardless of the definition, the word just uh, I don't like the S T and L altogether. Hmm. It it's so sad because I think hustling used to be a really cool thing and it yeah. used to be a term where like, well, he's really hustling. He's putting in long hours. Yes. He's doing the right thing. And now it's seen so, at least I think of it so negatively. I just think of someone on TikTok telling you to get off your couch and hustle. And if you really cared, you'd be working like... Used to tell this joke, but there was that joke that I hated my nine to five, so now I work twenty four seven. Like there's that idea that I just yeah. need to keep going and going and going. And at some point, you know, my question is, what are you going to use all that money on? If I'm working fourteen hours a day, I don't even have time to enjoy that money in the first place. Like there's there's always a trade off. If you spend more time in one area, you don't have as much in the other. Yeah, there was a time when people would do the hustle, and now. They have to do the hustle. Have you ever heard that song? Like, do the hustle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, clicking that over. I that think was it was that one. They say I do think the you hustle. got it. Yeah, I think you got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about materialism, too, with, you know, getting rich um, through a business. Like, like Matt said, right? Are you chasing the numbers? Are you chasing the things? Like, it's okay to work for something and and earn it and you know to see the fruits of your labor like that's totally okay but people are involved that's my input there and yeah there's some sort of like aura or like there's this view that people have of people who are self-employed or or bosses I mean like I don't know it's like such a thing lately you know when mm. I when I was when I was younger I mean my dad was self-employed but I always thought that was like, that implied that, oh, he has to figure a lot of stuff out by himself. Like it wasn't like a glamorized thing like it is today. Yeah. And I think the type of self-employment is changing a lot. Like it used to be self-employed meant you owned a construction business or a lawn mowing business. And now there's a lot of people doing like digital media consulting and SEO cert. Like there's all these different ways to do it. And so it has a, a different feel, but I think kind of going back to the statement, you'll never get rich working for someone else, like to address that, I, I don't think that's true. No. I think there's very different goals and possible outcomes, but I think 
you know, as we learn with everything, if you work steadily or smart with your money, you can be very, very wealthy working for someone else. It doesn't mean that it's easier or harder to do it one way or the other. It's just kind of that choice of which path you're going to take. Yeah. Also, there are plenty of people who get rich, like in companies without even being self-employed or their own boss. Like, look just look at the ceo salary of someone like there's a ton of people (laughs) right under them at a company who are also making a bunch of money and sure the likelihood of you getting to that point might not be high within a company but it's also not really that high when you're on your own so um there are a lot of different ways that you can be working for someone else and earn a great income and you have to decide like how much time do you want in your life too because I don't think there's an easy way at it. Like Matt said, like you have to put in the work, you got to put in the dedication for whatever path you want, but make sure it's one that is worth pursuing for you and ask God for the wisdom of what exactly that is in your life. And I think another thing we forget so much because the call to action is always to do something now and make the choice, but it's not an all or nothing decision to work for a company or work for someone else, or excuse me, to work for a company or to work for yourself. Um, One thing that was interesting in some of the data I was looking through is that people tend to be self-employed as they get older, they make the switch. And to me, that makes so much sense. You build these skills, you gain an expertise, and then you go out and you start it on your own and you offer those skills kind of... Um, full offering like you said with Mm -hmm. your dad you know how to figure things out you know all the ins and outs like it's not something that you have to choose today where if you don't go out and start your own business you're broke like god can have you in different seasons of life for a reason usually if you're in something that feels tough it's because he's trying to build your character trying to prepare you for that next thing so don't feel like you have to do everything what is that movie everything everywhere all at once (laughs) the movie we still haven't seen yeah the movie we still haven't seen but i'll reference it you don't have to do everything you ever want to do right now or it won't happen like i i know that feeling and it's not true it can wait there's a right time and a place for everything yeah a lot of people who do make it up the corporate ladder or i don't know the financial chain if if that's what you call it (laughs) They start off working for other people. Like you got to learn something, gain a foundation, have mentors, all that stuff. So if something like self-employment and being your own boss is what you're going after, don't feel like you're behind just because you're working for someone else and don't view other people who work for someone else as, as if they are making a terrible mistake in their life. Like Matt said, everyone has their own goals and priorities and... Some people know that they'll be happier just as they are. And that is a really powerful realization. Yep. Contentment is an amazing place to be. Just because someone else is doing well doesn't mean you're doing worse or you should be upset with where you're at in life. We're all running different tracks. We're all going different speeds on different roads. Being content with everything God has blessed you with is something that feels like a miracle. Like that can be life changing without anything in your life changing. Yep. So as a quick recap, you'll never get rich working for someone else. False. You'll never get rich thinking that you can't get rich working for someone else. Have a bigger view of the world, guys. And that being said, if you are thinking about just in general, taking a step back, trying to just escape your paycheck to paycheck life, you got to check out episode 29 because we give you some good tips there. And it's also part of our financial series. So check that out. 
And make sure you're making every effort to listen if you found this interesting or have that friend who always sends you a bunch of those financial guru TikToks or videos or is just that person. Uh, Send this uh, episode to them too so they could check it out. And until next week, hang in there. See you then.